think do you think i can get andrew zarian <laughs> oh, andrew for- zarian have you been in in wait, nice job bringing him on right as he coughs yeah uh, <laughs> sorry <laughs> have you have you been in a pit andrew zarian um no but i've been close to one that doesn't count close only counts in I, i've been close I, I i saw what was going on and i and i and it wasn't for me yeah. I think it was at I think it was at at Jones Beach at this functional family picnic. I think Disturbed was performing. And... Oh, Disturbed! Disturbed's wow. coming yeah. here. We should go to Disturbed and just get in the pit, baby. I've gotten kicked in the face by a band member jumping into the crowd. <laughs> uh, she's Wait. been kicked in the face by a band member jumping into the crowd. Oh, you yeah, know that's that's inevitable. Yeah, yeah that doesn't true. sound very fun, love. Yeah. yeah. Anyway. Hi, Andrew Zarian. Good to see you again, buddy. Hello. Welcome back. Hello, Joel. Hello, Hello. Jeremy. Hello. So uh, you're, you're dropping scoops, are you? Uh, a little bit. A uh, couple today. I'm going to drop a couple today. Oh, my goodness. Well, the first one yeah. is the, uh, the pre-buys for All In. Mm-hmm. What's... Uh... Over, over 90,000 domestic. I think that's fantastic. That's the high, I think that's their highest number ever, but I can't, I, I, I'm not too sure. But the, yeah, specifically pre buy domestic. We don't want people getting the 205 from All Out 2021. Getting them confused that, with that. That the 205 was a combined number, right? I believe so. And I think it was like it was like a hundred and like sixty thousand domestic, and then the rest was it. I, I can't remember how the breakdown worked. Brandon, Brandon Thurston, the numbers guy, he's the one that would know. Yeah, and he get a follow up too in in any presser you ask him about. Well, I, I, I heard that hysterical question to Tony and his follow-up to Tony uh, yesterday about how he's con- if there's going to be an audit and Tony's response of, <laughs> what would WWE do? And he said they would count the ushers and the ticket takers. I, I, I respect that Thurston gave like a legit answer of like, you know, they'd count the ushers and the ticket takers. Uh, the ticket takers and the security and all that stuff. And you know, if I Thurston's a professional, I would have just been like, they'd, they'd probably just lie. <laughs> and Thurston's the best. He really yeah. is uh, remarkable at the the breakdown of the numbers. I talk to him regularly, and it, it's actually interesting how, like, the last couple of years, like between Brandon Thurston and like Russell Ticks, you know, these were numbers that really were gate kept for a long, long time. You had to wait, you know, till a, a newsletter put it out or. Or you got an official statement from the company. Now it's you know it's actually fascinating to me because I love the number stuff. You know that's that's my thing. I like the business end of this. That's how Mookie. I mean, just got started in AEW because it was Mookie yeah. and Thurston on go. WrestleNomics, and yeah. then Tony was like, "I need a numbers guy. I need a spreadsheet guy." And Mookie had been keeping track of that for so long that he ended up in, at AEW as one of the first hires. Yeah, I, I think this is interesting. I mean, AEW right now, this this show, I don't know. <laughs> I'm, not, I'm not I'm not loving the card, but I also understand it's, it's a setup show for All Out, you know, and the timing of everything kind of affected how they're presenting it. But I mean, the fact that, you know, they put in, they're going to have over 82,000 people in that building, you know, the walk-ups are probably going to be astronomical. I know that they've invested a ton of money in local marketing, like a, like an insane amount of local marketing has been going on there. Um, and I think it's helping because you're seeing how the tickets are shifting and there's about a hundred and something tickets moving a day. That was the trend, but now it's going to probably accelerate the next couple of days. And they sold these without any, you know, with no match announcements. 
the the buys are coming in with you know no match announcements pretty much this wasn't all from last week i i think it's 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 fascinating because it's a gigantic show but i'm concerned about the 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 momentum will they keep it up after this i mean the way that dynamite and collision occurred this past week and with the news that tony said there will be more changes coming to y'all in card i yeah I'm, i'm a bit on the fence myself when it comes to the hype for the show now the big question is, and whatever the show becomes, is it going to be living up to the hype? You know, you've got all those people there. That's great. Now the big question is going to be, will those, you know, 80,000 people plus, as of right now, 90,000 people watching at home, will they be as invested and entertained as, you know, you would hope? Yeah. Um, I, I don't know. I don't know. I don't know how uh, – I, I have to say, Collision, I, I enjoy so much more. Even with the squash matches, I, it doesn't bother me. It's a faster-paced show. This, this change over the last two weeks with Dynamite, you know, one week they had to jam everything in. The other week, you know, it was a little bit of fluff and storytelling. But I don't know if the balance is working because last week's Dynamite was insane to me. I, I thought it was a – it was – I was on an edible dream watching <laughs> – an edible, uh, impact from 2011. An edible would have been good for that show because it slow everything down a little. No, bit. no, no. It was a delusional. It wasn't. It was that you know when you take a little too many and then now you enter the nightmare zone. That's what it was. <laughs> you got to be watching it in your tub while you're doing it. Yeah. I did two weeks ago. I watched it in my tub. It's the most enjoyable uh, of watching. So uh, I don't know. I, I'm excited to watch it, man. One o'clock in the afternoon. Who's you know that that that's right up my alley on a Sunday. But I, I, I think it's going to be a great show. How could it not be? Is it going to be an A show? Probably. You know, those guys are all fantastic wrestlers. If 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 they do everything the right the right way, yeah. and we still have more match announcements, right? There's only eight for the main card and one on the pre-show. And I know that we're going to have the acclaimed and uh, House of Black. That is, is that going to be? Is that going to be all in, or is that going to be at all out? Oh, that's a great question. Um, and you gotta, you gotta have the acclaimed in front of eighty thousand people. Are you kidding? They were the hottest thing in the the company a year ago, and they're still super hot, super over. Like they gotta be in front of eighty thousand people. But they became that hottest thing. Not became, but their their biggest rise to prominence was in Chicago at All Out. Sure, but they Tony can loves using yeah. uh, his, his story. They can have this. they can have a match at All Out still. Like you gotta you gotta put your best acts on on all in and for the most part they have like but the acclaim certainly have to be on all in in some capacity yeah i mean i would imagine that they would have to be i think that crowd will go nuts for them um i know there's another bit of information with trios that i'm that i'm hanging on to for later i think i told joel did i tell you no, I think we... You can we tell got- Jeremy. Jeremy's a good boy. He could be on an in-scoops. I, I think we're getting new trios belts. I'll say that. Yeah, we're getting new trios belts. Oh, that's, every, that's every new trios champion gets new belts. That's just the thing yeah. now. Because the House of Black titles yeah, yeah. Were, uh, were the black and silver. Oh, the House of Black got new ones too, right? Yeah, it's, like, it's the thing. It's the gimmick. Everyone gets a new title. It's like the TNT title. Everyone just gets a new variation on the belt. Yeah, their their belts are their belts are spooky. They're they're silver and black instead of black and gold. That that's automatically spooky belts. 
Are you and I talking about a new AEW World Championship too? Because the new logo or just the freshened up AEW logo was on its way. Yeah, I, I was told it was coming. That there was a freshened up. It's it's like it's going to be the same, just a little revised with with the new logo. Right. They have that. Well, I, that I, I can't. <laughs> yeah, that's it. Yeah, there you go. That that's what they meant. Just spray paint it. <laughs> For, the, for those who, who maybe don't pay the attention that we're talking about, it's the AW logo used to be like cracked and like it looked like it was forged out of cement and it was old and worn. Uh, and then they re-upped to this new one that's just a straight, like it's just straight up AEW. There's no cracks in it or anything like that. The design is, is fresher. It's cleaner. So we're, we're expecting uh, yeah. to be updated. The ECW version of the AEW belt. That's what I call it. Yes, I see someone in the chat. Well, I saw someone saying, put a neck, a turtleneck on the TNT title. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I, listen, I don't know. Right, we'll see. Uh, are you guys excited for the show? Yes and no. So, so I'm going to be watching it admittedly later because Sunday is such a, a cluster for me. My family's going to be in town, so I'm going to be with them all Sunday afternoon. And then I have to go down to Rebel Nightclub in Toronto because Impact is running their resurgence show and because i cover impact for fightful i will be at the show doing my thing so i have to watch all in like overnight or at night basically after all the all the conversation is out of the way which might make it better in some ways uh so that's kind of where i'm at jeremy what about you i'm excited for it it's it's gonna be a very long and, and busy day for me i i'd probably be more excited if it was like the only wrestling show happening that day but the fact that i have to watch that and then cover impact and then cover nwa it just my perspective changes a little bit um but i am excited for the show i do have a, a personal thing going on that day as well that's going to take me away from the show for a little bit so it is wrestling wise that show on its own yes very excited my actual day with everything else going on in my life personally and professionally enthusiasm goes down a little bit it's an afternoon show. I can't wait. The only problem is I got to do Observer Live afterwards, so I can't get loaded in my backyard like I normally do for an afternoon show. No, I no, that's the only can. problem. You can. I love the afternoon shows, by the way. I wish it was on a Saturday. I want all pay-per-views to be just like a Saturday afternoon. I'd love wrestling so you much know, more I, if that was the case. I, I'm really curious about that, right? Like WWE, for example, they have the money anyway. They got your money. The PLE is paid for. It's bought for. Why, why does the show have to be at 8 o'clock and go to midnight? I don't understand. Like, especially like a SummerSlam, right? Like the big four, you know you're going to go long with these things. Why not start it at 2 o'clock in the afternoon? I'm, I'm for it. I'm completely for it. This is when, you know, when it's college football season, when it's uh, NFL football season, most of the games are on in the afternoon. I guess, you know, if you're, yeah. you know, we don't want to run against college football for, you know, however many months of the year, but it's like, okay, people already got the money and stuff. There's still sh stuff on Saturday nights. It's not like you're just running completely unopposed. The big games are usually on Saturday nights. Yeah. Anyway, I do like the WWE just a Saturday, even if it is eight to 12, like I much prefer the oh. Saturday shows over the Sunday shows. Sorry. Something to keep oh, a hundred percent. So, so uh, yeah, the Saturdays are great, but also keep in mind, like building a stadium at two in the afternoon in the middle of the like the family weekend is different from building a stadium at six o'clock at night going into an eight o'clock show. Like it's a lot easier. Do you think that? I do, do think you, that. 
Because I'm going to tell you something. Almost every family that I know would be more willing to go to a wrestling show or any kind of sporting event at two in the afternoon than at eight o'clock at night. So I get but that. But that could also be me. No, I, but I get that too because, you know, younger kids are not going to make it necessarily till midnight. People will duck out before the main event. But like also it's just it's dealing with I feel like traffic in the middle of that afternoon, depending where they are going to the stadium and all that. I think I don't know. I just think the vibe is is different when it's midday period. When it's you know when it's midday here, but it's night where they're running, then obviously the yeah. vibe is fine. But yeah, it's just my feeling. It's like an afternoon show feels like a house show experience, and that's not a bad thing. It's just not a it's not a ple thing or a pay per view thing. I guess it's not a ple thing. I, I don't know. I, I'm all I'm all for changing it to be honest. Like my like MG and Suncast, my team, my producers, they went to SummerSlam. They didn't leave that parking lot till like one forty five in the morning. I believe it. <laughs> that's insane. You know, by the time you get home, it's like three o'clock in the morning and you're like, was it worth it? Yeah. When we left Vegas SummerSlam, it was uh, what? Nine o'clock because we were on the West Coast. That was great. But it took us another hour. Oh, my God. That was great. <laughs> then we had to figure yeah, out that was fantastic. That, menu. <laughs> that was fantastic. And then we got all up the following week and we have no idea what's going on on that show. We had two matches announced for a pay-per-view that takes place in about 10 days. Yeah. So, yeah. yeah, they're they're cooking in in, in the United Center. In the United Center, you know. Yeah, I don't. Really, uh, I, I'm sure WrestleTix has the the numbers on All Out, and I'm sure they'll they'll tick up big after All In. Um, but yeah, running back to back weeks, it's a it's a tricky thing, and the fact that you're basically not going to announce your top matches for that show until ba- basically less than a week before it happens uh, is a little. A little worrisome and playing playing with some fire there when it comes to wanting fans to attend. Like you're you're putting a lot of fans that are gonna have to put a lot of trust into the promotion of like, oh, it's okay, they're gonna give us the matches, the big matches, because you ain't buying tickets if you're out of out of state yeah. and stuff, you gotta fly and everything. Very tough to just buy tickets week before uh, and make these plans a week before to wanna see this match. You're basically you have to go ahead purchase your tickets, purchase your hotel, purchase your travel and everything in the hopes that like, Oh, we're going to get the match that, that we want to see. Are you guys going to all out? No, I no. might go to payback. No. Payback's like an hour and a half away from me. Uh, so I might go to payback. see, I don't, th- that pilgrimage that I know all these people make every year, they're not doing it this year. You know, last year I didn't make it to Chicago, but this year I don't know anybody that's going. I think for me, it's the it's the long weekend. It's doing it on Labor Day every year just kind of negates me from even trying. It's like I know the flights are going to be expensive. I'm happier that they're running United Center because at least the stadium or at least the, the venue is in town. It's more accessible than running out in, in Schaumburg or wherever they are for our, uh, for yeah. Dynamite. And, and like, again, I, I understand why they do it this round where they're doing Dynamite and Rampage there, but then they're running Collision at the United Center and the, and the pay-per-view. And like, that's cool. But like, I just, I would rather come back for Arthur Ashe because I know it's a midweek. The tickets are going to be inexpensive to fly in and out. And like, I can yeah. get anywhere in New York City. Are you are you coming to Arthur Ashe? Uh, I was looking at flights last come night. Come on. Like 250 Come on, do it. Term. I could do it. It's middle of the week, kids in daycare. I don't know. I, yeah, we'll go nuts. We'll go nuts that Wednesday. I'm on the fence. I'm on the fence. We'll go bonkers. I'm telling you. I, I would love it if you showed up. 
That's what I'm afraid of. <laughs> I'm afraid of. <laughs> I'm afraid of and every <laughs> Yeah, listen, the Arthur, I mean, for me, Arthur Ashe is seven minutes away. <laughs> My train. <laughs> I, walk, I walk seven minutes to the train, and then I get on it, and I'm seven minutes. The lesson that, it's like five minutes away from me. It's, it's unbelievable. I, the last time I was there, I, I went to the show. I left, I left at 9.30, and I was home, and Denise was still on, and I gave her a scoop about a title that's getting announced. I think it was a TBS title. <laughs> when, when was it? Like two years ago. Yeah. And the show was still not over. <laughs> the show was still happening. People complaining about stuff. a $440 plane ticket. Listen, I know what the prices are for tickets. I, I look at this shit all day. I'm saying $250 for a return to New York is okay. I can do it for $150 if I wait a little bit longer. That's all. Yeah. And yeah, and y'all, y'all are going yeah, on the, holiday. I'm going on a potentially Wednesday and coming back on a Friday morning. So who knows? Yeah, that, that, I, I'm not a big fan of the holiday, uh, holiday pay-per-views. Same thing, with, same thing with Vegas. I don't want to go to Vegas that weekend. Right. It's too That's- expensive. That's the other thing. I, and I'll look up Vegas. Yeah. And stuff like, man, I love, I love visiting Vegas for a little bit, but I do not love the idea of spending more money on my ticket than I will on anything else. Well, like my, my, my yeah. plane ticket than anything else in the entire Vegas trip. It's a little bonkers to me. I ain't flying to Hoffman Estates. Yeah. Someone tell me. I love it. Dude, that brunch place was fantastic in Huffman Estates. I forgot the name of it. Oh, my God. It was the best brunch I've ever had in my life. Where are we going to go? Jim Ross brunch? and... and and Hobbs were sitting down. I've never seen a man consume so much food in my life. They were right next to me. It was the most bizarre thing. So we're oh, sitting down. Oh, it's my oh, wife. Oh, it's Reg. Yeah. JR or Hobbs was the one consuming. Oh, I'm not gonna, I don't want to out them, okay? I don't want to out them. We need Trey. Pronouns, pal. So it was, it was Hobbs. But it was like, it was so comical. Like, you know when like you see like the comically like gigantic dude with a stack of pancakes like the size of this high? That's literally what it was. I'm not even exaggerating it. I've never seen anything like that. And as we're leaving, here comes, you know, uh, like every gigantic wrestler in that company. I, I'm curious if like the brunch place knew what was going on. Darby Allen walks in for a takeout order. He has the makeup on. I was about to say, does Darby go like full makeup, just walking no. around? <laughs> just he's running. like, he's like, oh, that emo kid is back. <laughs> <laughs> Better give him what he wants. We don't know what he's after. Yeah. yeah, Sting's in the car, giving him cash. My dad told me to give you this. You know, <laughs> bizarre. I mean, that was a fun trip. That was the best one. He asked for a pack of. That was a blast. Do you still carry them? <laughs> Yeah, my dad wants a pack of Marble Lights. <laughs> oh my goodness! So, so what do you want? You want to you want to go to you want to go to London this weekend? What do you want to do? Want to go? Uh, no way! No way! I was invited. Uh, I had an opportunity to go. I, I, I'm not. I don't want to go to London. That's fair. If I was if I was given a ticket, a free ticket, I would consider heavily going. I'm not a fan of being in giant stadiums. I don't get the same wrestling experience. I feel like, for me, I know for a lot of people, like being around so many people, it adds more to it. It takes away from it for me. Like, I don't want to be sitting in with 80,000 people with a seat that most likely I won't get to see everything and I got to look at a screen the whole time. Like, that, that's not pleasant for me. It's cool, like, when you get to, see, you know, see everybody that you know and, like, the social aspect of it is awesome. But, like, I, I personally, I'm not a fan of being in giant stadiums. Yeah, I get that. 
Zarian wants yeah, especially to... Giant Stadium. I don't love MetLife. <laughs> Zarian just wants the wants every company to run five thousand seat arenas for for the rest Beautiful. of existence. Beautiful. <laughs> Huffman Estates was great. I love that. The Garden I love because they take care of me over there. I get special treatment at the Garden. Yep. Uh, that that's that's awesome for me. But you give me like a small venue where like Evolve would run, Laboom. It, uh, it was a Latin nightclub. I talk about it all the time. The best wrestling venue I've ever been to was Laboom on Northern Boulevard in Queens. There's like 350 people there. There's a bar. I get a I get a six pack of Modellos and I just hammer them throughout the entire show. <laughs> Yeah, stadiums, you got to wait in line and everything. You, you spend more time just waiting to do stuff than you actually get to Yuck, enjoy. you're around people. Yeah. You're around all these people, and they're so, walking, and they're talking, yeah. and they're eating. <laughs> Can you believe That's why you just enjoy this stuff people? from home. Just enjoy this stuff from home, everybody. Yeah. You don't need to actually go to these events. I, I'm going to show you something. My studio's a disaster, but cool. I have a TV. I, it, oh, my dude, I'm going to show you this. It's disgusting, all right? Look at oh, this. yeah, that's sexy. It's terrible. Terrible. Um, I have that TV that goes on a little mobile stand and I take it outside to the yard. That's my pay-per-view setup. That's the way to do it. Honestly, it's, it's the way, it's the way to do it. People who go yeah. to stadiums. I mean, that we're, I'm kidding. Go, go enjoy your experiences, have your experiences, everybody. Yeah. But you know, there is something cathartic about just sitting on the couch and watching this stuff and being able to just get up and get your own piece of pizza without having to first pay $18 for a slice of pizza and fight yeah. with your fans for it. And see, that's what's the match you guys are looking forward to oh. for that show for um, all out. I mean, MJF and Cole is going to be a fun one. I'm, I'm, I'm curious about Osprey and Jericho for a lot of different reasons. Uh, Certainly the announcement that he's going to be singing along to his own voice at Wembley Stadium is, is interesting. So good for him. He can say my band, you know, played 80,000. Uh, yeah. yeah. What a worker Chris Jericho what is. He gets him, the best. He, he gets himself a match against Will Ospreay. And then he gets, him, <laughs> and then he gets his band booked as well for this. And Honestly, they're yeah. MVP. doing a UK tour. All, they're doing UK dates already. Like this week, so yeah. like they're, they're doing the UK dates. He's gonna show up at Copper Box. He's go, like Jericho is going to show up at that Rev Pro show almost certainly, and it's gonna be, you know, gonna do the next day, singing and playing. King Worker Chris Jericho. I got no choice but to respect it. I'm looking forward to seeing him. This is something Hogan could never do. Hogan yeah. couldn't even do that. He couldn't get his met him his you know his band Metallica. You remember he he was in Metallica. That's right. Yeah, he couldn't even get Metallica to perform in front of two hundred thousand people. <laughs> that's because they were never invited to do the uh, the Super Bowl halftime show. That's that's the ticket right there. That's the one right there. I'm looking that's forward to Stadium one. Stampede to just see how they do it in the actual stadium with people because the previous ones have. The the one the second one had people, but they filmed everything besides that, and then they just all got to the ring. Now everything I don't know if they're filming stuff beforehand. I don't know if if that's how it's going to play out, and it's going to work in the similar fashion, or or how they're going to be able to pull this off. So I'm looking Buddy, forward to to that of just pulling that off. I don't care what they do if they don't give me Eddie Kingston on a damn horse, like in that video where they were talking about the oh stadium stampede drop on Fed Forever. If they don't give me Eddie on a horse, 
I quit. I'm turning off the show. I am boycott. I will be mad on the internet. I will. I, I think no. Eddie should drive one of those old, like, English cabs. <laughs> I was going to say double-decker <laughs> bus. Yeah, yeah, or like a double-decker bus. <laughs> I have like to, can I, I'm going to confess something. I, I think I've told Joel this. I absolutely hate the stadium stampede concept. We have I hate. I hate it. It's not for me. I, you could love it. I, I don't. I don't poo poo on it. It is just. It's too much of a of, of a car wreck for me. I like. My, I like my wrestling in a ring. I don't like the outside stuff too much. Sometimes it works, and then I'll say like it works. But I I haven't seen one stadium stampede that I was like, wow, that was mind blowingly great. Wow, the first one. The first one. Maybe because the first one was like pandemic, and it was such a nice escape, and it was so just. It was much needed. Uh, that was a bad week for for wrestling. Um, longtime friend Larry Zonka like passed away that week and everything. Like that was just a bad week, and, and I feel like uh, the wrestling community lost another um, friend. And yeah, that was a bad week. I really liked the first one, but again, the first one may have just been because like it was a an, an experience that time. took your mind yeah. off of things as well with everything yeah. going on the pandemic and, and friends passing away. So I remember yeah. really enjoying the first one. I can't say I went back and watched like the second one or anything. I have watched the first one before. I understand the purpose of it. Like I understand why people like it. It's, it's an interesting gimmick, but like I, it's too much. It's too I much and it overexposes things for me. See, I, that's why I'm I'm very curious to see how they pull this one off because the second one, because so much of it was filmed and then okay, you fight in the arena. I remember I didn't like fully enjoy the second one, especially compared to the first one. And I like Anarchy in the arena the past couple of years as well. I'm just if they do like the taping of stuff and then it spills into the stadium, I just wonder how how they actually pull pull the whole thing off because then you got a stadium full of people just sitting there watching. <laughs> you know watch it and it's it's different than obviously um it's different than when they were at daily's place because they filmed it in the they actually had the full stadium they could utilize that was empty this is they don't have an empty stadium unless you film it before the day before and then it's like oh we're fighting in an empty stadium we leave and we come back and the stadium's full now like i i'm very curious to how they pull this off Okay. Unless they just do an anarchy in the arena, but it's more like an anarchy in the stadium and they're calling a stadium stampede. You know, that's yeah. also a possibility. Or hear me out. It actually starts at Buckingham Palace and then they fight. And they make it their way all the way there. Yes. They wow. fight on horseback. They fight in buggies. They fight in the double decker bus. They fight in every like imaginable yeah. UK stereotype. And it's a 47 minute drive to. God. So there you go. There's do your we, match right there. Do we get an Austin Powers reference? Oh, you bet. The, everything Does somebody say I'm horny, baby, or whatever his line was? Wasn't that it? Jake Hager is going to be the one to say it. I love this. It's, I don't even know what it is. <laughs> He's not in the Can match, believe- Not yet. There are changes coming to the card, Jeremy Lambert. Sure. Oh. Yeah. Oh, can you believe that that was a thing? Austin Powers? People just walk? walking around, crotch in the nineties. We would crotch chop and just say, "I'm horny, baby," or whatever the hell his line was. It used to be <laughs> better. It, it used, used to be better. Yeah, now, yeah. like saying it now, like at thirty nine, I'm like, yuck. <laughs> but back then, you know, it's like oh, it's the nineties. You just do those things. I don't know. In our line of work, it feels no, no. I'm not going to finish that sentence. I'm done. In our line of work, that those messages happen a lot, Joel. <laughs> Dude. We know a couple people that have sent those messages to people. Yeah. 
Yeah, exactly. Uh, oh dear. We don't need to talk about them anymore. Uh, yeah. no. Is he is he gone? Is he is he erased from from <laughs> wrestling, or is he still around? They all are. Or if not, they're working on Shadow okay. on Shadows. Mm. Stupid boy. Yeah, Stupid boy. <laughs> One of them just did a podcast. Thinks he's coming back. So okay, let's I will. To- I will promise you, dude. I will promise you. Okay, there will. There is no messages like that from me to anybody. Very happy. Maybe to Rich. Rich gets yeah. those very inappropriate messages. It's an accurate yeah. statement. I send those to Rich as that well. That is a very accurate. I need Rich to know how I feel about him. Yeah. Yeah. My my big boy. My big brother boy. He is a big brother. Do I like- make you horny? That's what it was. Do I make you horny? <laughs> yes, right. Not I'm horny, baby. Do I make you horny? I guess that's a little bit better. Oh man. Uh what was and then of course who throws a shoe? That one we use now because yeah. Tony Storm is throwing shoes at people after her. Yeah, birthday. fantastic. She's great. Oh man, she's great. Um, I'll, 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 I don't want to take up too much of your time, but I really I wanted to get both your opinions on this about Soraya, Soraya, Soraya. Um, do you think she wins? No, I don't think so. No, I, I kind of think they keep it on Sheeta. It seems kind of quick to do a Sheeta title switch here so i think they just keep it on sheeta i mean i wouldn't be against a flip-flop you know you give it to her you give her that amazing moment you know she came back she was injured why Why does she need it she's a heel and yeah she's in her home country but she's still a heel like joel she's english in england and tony also is a heel and she's like i hate she's not english sorry she's 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 no her second home is the uk she made her her prominence as a wrestler was came from her time yeah. in the UK. And I think she even has UK citizenship. Like there's a whole thing. But anyway, Tony Storm is like, I hate the UK. The NHS is garbage. And they're just like, well, don't come back. The same thing here. Sorry, doesn't I'm looking at the chat. London will, will support Sheeta. I don't know. I I, I kind of think they will. You know, I think I think Saray gets a lot of a lot of hate and uh, for for a number of reasons, but you know, I, I think the fact that she had this career-ending injury and she, she went through this very traumatic couple of years, uh, I could see them doing something positive. And do agree with film. this statement. Division yeah. cannot my la- a potato in the belt. Yeah, my, my, the division can. Well, the division, the division is not that great right now. But that, that's the whole thing. You start hot potatoing that belt and you have it on someone. Do you know? Is I got to tell you something. Um, I I was watching Collision with Jess and and I always love watching wrestling with my wife. First of all, because I'm like I'm like slowly gaslighting her to kind of like wrestling, right? Like that's <laughs> happening little by little because like it's like my my work and like it's it's it just constantly floating. And now my kids love wrestling, and that's like totally changed everything. My daughter demands to watch Botchamania regularly. That's the true pro wrestling. Yes, it is. Okay. she yes. loves it. I even I, I messaged the dude. Uh, I was like, my daughter is such a big fan of yours. And he was like, I can't believe that. I'm like, and, and I have to like censor some of it, you know, like I got to watch it first and then skip through it. But I was watching the Willow match with Diamante. What a great smile on Willow. Right? Like what a likable person. What a likable face. She's so happy and just positive, positivity just coming out of her. And my wife is like, oh, I really like her. I'm like, oh, I do too. And we watched that whole match. I'm like, you know what? There's something with her. They're doing something positive. Zarian dropping scoops that Willow Nightingale is likable. That's that's the biggest I, scoop. 
But but to her, <laughs> but to her, like, well, to me, I know she's likable. But to my wife, she she was watching. She's like, I, I I've never gotten that from a wrestler. And I was like, you, you know what? You're absolutely right. It's rare to get that much charisma and positivity from a wrestler. Oh, it's very infectious when when Willow comes yeah. out and she's she's smiling, she's skipping to to the ring and everything. Or uh, and yeah, it, that's what everyone says about about Willow. And it is good that you, you know your wife is uh, seemingly someone who doesn't watch his wrestling regularly, and it's picked up on immediately. And the fact that it is that immediately, it's like wait, I I could just tune in, see it, and I I click with it instantly. That goes to speak to the the it factor of Willow Nightingale. Yeah. I, 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 I think they're, they have a couple key, you know, gems in that division. I think they just need to get a little bit organized. Yeah. You know, I, I think that's the key here, but, but doing, you know, the whole company working, they're doing little things, but it's, yeah. there's a larger picture that definitely needs some, some work. And we're going to be, I'm sure we're going to be talking about it going into all in and all out because again, Tony said, Changes are coming again to the all-in card, and you got a week until the show, and you're taping two shows tonight, three shows tonight, I guess, because uh, Rampage as well. No, they tape oh, Rampage. Rampage of Collision. Okay, so they're doing yeah. so they're doing two yeah. shows tonight, but they're doing four hours of television. Wow, it's a lot of TV taping tonight. That's My last question to you guys: That's just like Ron. Who's in the coffin? Who's going to be in the coffin? Oh, Goldberg. like popping out of the coffin. Goldberg. Oh. Mm-hmm. Goldberg. He's going to headbutt himself right out of that place. Thank you, Joel. <laughs> yes. You got the right answer. That would honestly yeah, be fantastic. <laughs> if they do that, I'll forgive everything about this show. Every single complaint that I've ever made about AEW in history, I will forgive it if Goldberg headbutts his way out of that coffin. It should be Jeff Jarrett. I, I... Oh, it should be Jeff Jarrett. But he, but the way he gets out is with a guitar. <laughs> no, no, he just he just pops up. He sits up Undertaker style and smashes the guitar. I assume on like Darby, and that, sure. that's how. Okay, it, it could be it could be uh, it could be um, uh, uh, I, my brain just stopped. Jesus Christ! Uh, they they could do a uh, uh, writer, right? Doesn't he? He does the Undertaker gimmick. Oh yeah, well he's doing Indiana Jones now. Yeah, I don't. Now he's in the. Well, he did Ghostbusters, right? He did Ghostbusters last weekend. Yeah. Yeah. Fantastic. Oh, it's Blue Cane. All right. Blue Cane, is it there? You know what? So here's a serious answer. If you you want a serious answer, Anthony Agogo joining Mogul Affiliates. I wouldn't hate that if he's in in the coffin. Oh, yeah. That'd be nice. He's a UK boy. I'm into that. Yeah. Yeah. I don't appreciate your. Grado? Could it be Grado? Oh, Grado would be fantastic, but he's got to do something with Jarrett instead. Jarrett has the coffin opens, the light shines. He does like a prayer. The crowd goes nuts. I think I think he has to do. I think Jarrett has to do a segment where he announces the the numbers for the and he, and he announces he announces some like inflated stupid number that everyone knows is fake, and then Grado comes out, gives the real number, and then gets blasted by the guitar. And Jarrett says, "No, my number is the right number. It's the better number." Love it. Love it. Love it. Look at that. All right, guys. Love you guys. This thank is always you for, thank you for your returning for in the morning. Appreciate. I'll it. be back again. I'm sure That's I'll be I, back again. I'm glad. I'm thank glad everything is good. Thank you, buddy. I'm glad everything's good. Oh, thank you. Everything. Yeah, thank you. It was a, it was a scary couple of weeks, but we're everything is seemingly fine right now. It's good. good.
Good to hear. Good to hear. Miss Bye, you, boys. Andrew Bye, buddy. Miss Take you too. Care, buddy. Andrew Zarian is always fantastic.